Welcome to Love is on the Air, where everything is censored except the swear words. Today we have two guests that are excellent. They are each 25 years old. Eric is also here. I'm here. How are you? Great. Do you have any exciting news? Mm, not that I can think of relevant to relationships. Oh. I'm about to go to New Mexico and then to the Bahamas. Oh my God, Ooh. That's so cool. Are you going with your parents? No, I'm going uh, to <laughs> play goodness. shows. So, Dude, that's so cool. Yeah. Pretty much be the cool guitar guy, mm-hmm. actually douchey, and I'm sure you'll get like a groupie or something. For sure. I guess that's possible. Have you been in New Mexico yeah. before, though? No. Oh, dude, it's so bad. Why? It's bad? It's so bad. There's nothing there. I've never oh. been west at all. I, so I'm maybe playing focus at a, on the Bahamas. I'm playing at a, the Balloon Fiesta, which is a hot air balloon oh, festival. Oh, that's kind of cool, though. Oh, my God, yeah. My, oh, shit. My friend wants to propose to his girlfriend there, but now you can't even air this. Maybe you can, because he won't know. Yeah, she won't listen. They'll be there. Maybe you can see them while he's proposing. Are they doing it this year? Uh-huh. Like in, oh, wow. Yes. It's coming like up. Like there? Yeah, like wow. in a hot air balloon. Um, what if he drops it from the sky? Oh no! Uh, yes, I really don't. Mean what if they never come down like Moody's Point? <laughs> no, I just feel like they're gonna <laughs> die. Like, I'm like, you're right. <laughs> this is gonna be really bad. Uh, never mind. Okay, let's just yeah. move on. Anyway, a really sweet idea. <laughs> That's all I got. Such a sweet idea, but we're all right. Well, now. focus cool. on the Bahamas. Okay. Find a girl there. Oh, like on the cruise? Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. Don't, don't go sure. exploring. Oh my for god! A girl. <laughs> Your first would be just marry her. What? Marry her? Never mind. You're right. What are you don't talking marry- about? Seriously, build a life with her and then leave. <laughs> <laughs> Tell her you want to marry her. And Didn't disappear no, forever. Like you're getting married and then just dip. Maybe invest a couple years. Do you guys remember Growing Pains, the show? Mm-hmm. Obviously. Yeah. Um, Mike Seaver met. Uh, what's that singer's name? I don't remember. That, um, how do I live without you? Oh, Leanne Rhymes? Leanne Rhymes. Oh, Mike Seaver met Leanne Rhymes on a cruise and they got married on the boat. How about that? Wait, that how could long? be you. How many days? Oh, I don't know. They were teenagers. Their oh, parents God. didn't approve oh, God, for sure. So Are they hot. still together? <laughs> I mean, I'm talking about on the show. Oh. What? How have I not heard this? <laughs> Mike Seaver's not a real guy. That's not his name. Sorry, we just thought you were saying like that because you don't know his actual name. Okay, that's fair. You said Leanne Rhymes. Yeah, yeah. I, don't no, I know. That's I don't remember really... her character's name. Was she Leanne Rhymes in the show? No. Okay. Too bad for him, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, I don't have anything exciting either, so. Moving on then. Moving on. Okay, here is our icebreaker question. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. If your life was to be made into a movie, what genre would it be? Slash, who would play you? You can answer both or just one. Amy Schumer would play me. I love that. Okay, Amy Schumer. But I would say let's dial it back and like just make her a little less raunchy because that's a little uncomfortable and I don't want to see that. Okay, but maybe if I'm dead. I wouldn't have to like see that. Like 2013 Amy Schumer. Absolutely. Like while she was trying to become famous and she could like reel it back. Okay. That Amy Schumer. And then it would be obviously a comedy because I think my life's been pretty fucking hilarious so far. Mm. <laughs> you yeah. go. Your turn. I totally agree with everything you just said. Oh. <laughs> I should have gone second. <laughs> um, yeah. I think that my, do you know like those horrors that are comedies? Yes. I feel like it would be like that. Um, 
I would enjoy being in one of those movies. That's what I think I'm really like seeing right now. And then I think, okay, so somebody just said once when I was working at Starbucks, I had like really long hair and I had it in a break. Okay, Hunger Games. Remember okay. when that first came out? Yes. And then I had like long dark hair and I had it in a side braid and I had like boots and like this whole thing. And people yeah. would be like, oh my gosh, you look just like Jennifer Lawrence. And I was like, whoa. And like I have such like a fat face. Like my <laughs> face does not vary in size. Like it just stays. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so like I, no one had ever looked like me that was famous. And then people just kept saying like, wow, you just. And the, the weird thing is the first time that I saw the trailer for that movie, I had never seen her before. And I would look at her face and be like. I just don't like the way she looks. Oh, no. And I would like verbalize to other people and be like, I don't like her. Like oh, something no. is wrong with her face. And then people kept being like, you look like her. And I was like, well, that's why. I don't know how I feel that about sense. this. No, I know. I was like, because my face looks weird to me. Then she looks weird to me. But then I think that that's, that's all. And Sorry, I'm so J Law for sure. Yeah, I like obviously. that. Then you you know started who, therapy the next week. There's, <laughs> then I'm just, yeah. <laughs> there's another lady in that movie that you look like. But what? I don't know her name. She was in a couple other things. I'm going to research it, and then I'll oh, let you guys know. Oh, is it Effie? In the Hunger Games? Is no. Is it the girl with all the women? No. The adult woman? There's an adult woman, I think, in like the second Hunger Games. Christina Applegate? No. She's not in the Hunger Games. <laughs> who's, the, who's the other lady? Oprah? Is it no. Oprah? Oh, it's Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the woman who... It was her and her brother fighting in the Hunger Games. Oh, oh that girl? Know who that is. She was it she's in like another Viking television show right now too. I remember her and I just think she's tall. You look her up. Okay, our producer's you, on you it. You look <laughs> you do it. <laughs> All right. So, um oh yeah, sensor sound time. Mm-hmm. Who wants to go first? <clears throat> you can go first. I don't want to go first. Okay, I'll go first. Okay, go ahead. I just make a sound. Yes, yeah, so this is going to be used if you say anyone's name. Ready, go. Okay, can I preface it? <laughs> yes. Yes. I'd like yes. to preface this with saying shout out to Cardi B. I've, I've never shout made this shout. noise in my life, but I've always kind of wanted to. Ready? I've never practiced. Ready. Oh, crap. That's it. Yes. Whoa. That was perfect. Let's hope someone's name is that short because that's the only sound. How did you know you could do that? I didn't know. And I know now. It sounds great. You should do it more often. I'm really good about myself. Wow, that was very attractive. Thank you. Like I've never seen. Mm -hmm. I can't do it like that. I feel that. Thank you. I appreciate it. You feel I feel (laughs) that. I feel that. Like why that was attractive. Like I get it. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks. Go ahead. All right, lady. What's yours? Um. Uh, God. I'll just do that. Okay. <laughs> That's cute. I like that. It's a good, like, balance here. Mm-hmm. They're, they're different yeah. enough. I hope we just say names constantly. Yeah. We shouldn't say. Please don't. Oh, you mean, like, just, like, <laughs> bad words? No, names. Oh, it's going to be about names, not bad words. Yeah, if you say someone's Can name. Can I just name off everybody I've ever had sex with? Well, yeah, but it'll all be like, um who's new uh i'm really reaching into like a dark place this is just i don't know who else (laughs) i'm reaching into a dark place um that's what they said. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> just, can I just say that was a really good comeback? <laughs> what did you say? That's what they say said. Again, what he said, you I'm say? reaching into a dark place. He said, that's what they said. 
Eric, I don't think you've ever said anything <laughs> funnier <laughs> or dirtier than that. That's great. Oh, my God. Okay. So um, I need each of you to say your current relationship status. Not at the same time. Just one at a time. It's fine. I know. Is this the part where we all just yell out what we are? Yes. <laughs> it's like in shame. We're all just My like, heart is broken. <laughs> it's complicated. I'm so sad every night. What's oh, your no. Facebook relationship status? Yikes. <laughs> it's literally like, all right, sorry. Go ahead. It, it's you. Your you turn. go ahead. You go first. Oh, I'm super single. Okay. Yeah, same. Sweet. I love that I about love you. you. I love that They're about embracing you. just for you all to know. Okay. So, let's see. Where should we start? Would you like to start at your, let's go to like your most, the relationship that had the most impact on you. Why, if you want to talk about, if you want to talk about that, why and like how you got I know you this. do. I like I, we want to know this. a little bit of why you are you right now. Does mm, that make sense? For sure. Who yeah. wants to go first? Well, I obviously have so much to say. Okay. Can she go first so I can go get some more wine? Absolutely. Oh, my God. The wine is flowing tonight, people. I had nothing prepared, but I can go. I don't have anything prepared. I just love talking. I've got this. All right. Okay. Okay. Of all the relationships, the one that had the most impact, man, that's, impact is subjective. I don't really know. Hmm. You can take it and you can interpret it as however you want to. Hmm. Okay, so one that, like, keeps coming back to me in the last, like, year that I just keep thinking about. Like, every couple days I just keep thinking about it, and I don't know why. It's still stuck in my head. Um, I dated somebody, like, two years ago who was just, like, really fucked up. Like, real bad. And I was just, like, so fascinated because he was so mysterious and, like, so broken. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, this is so just, like... I don't understand you and I want, I want to understand you and I want to fix you. Yes. Like we all do. That's uh-huh. just like yep. a thing, a rite of passage into yeah. adulthood. <laughs> you have to date somebody super fucked up and think that they're cool and they're not, they're not fucking cool. <laughs> like, you're so tormented. That's so hard. Yeah. This tortured <laughs> yeah. soul when there's nothing exciting about them. It's actually just like misery and horrible, like a horrible <laughs> experience. Yeah. Nothing fun came out of that. Um, he was, like, super cool and super hipster and super East Nashville. And, uh, yeah, he, like, just, like, mentally, like, did a lot of manipulation. And, like, he was just, like, weird and cool. And I was just, like, just enamored. Um, so, yeah, he, like, has been popping up in my head just because, like, that was actually a very short relationship, too. That was probably, like, four months long. Oh, okay. It was real quick. Were you guys, like, exclusive for uh-huh, it? Yeah. Um, and I like, I ended it. I don't even know why he wanted to stay in the relationship. Like, and he, I don't know. He cheated, which sucked. I didn't find that out until like several months later. That does suck. Um, yeah. What else can I say about this? That was a lot of impact. He like, yeah. He just so did some shady that, shit. Did you like start dating right away again? Or were oh, you like yeah. super? So, did he... okay. That's a great question. So. What deci- the deciding factor for me to like in this relationship was I was in therapy and my therapist had been counseling me on this relationship. Like it came up and dominated the conversation my entire session every single week. 
And it finally came to a point where she was just like, you know what? I can't say it any other way. You're completely putting your mental health at, je- at risk and in jeopardy if you continue to be in this relationship. Like every bit of progress you've made over the last year and a half with our counseling is completely down the drain if you stay in this. And so you're really, it's come down to choose him or choose you. And I was like, fuck. Shit. So I broke uh, broke up with him the next day. That's awesome. Yeah. Way to go, therapist. I know. She's a badass. Thank goodness she said that. She's so cool. Her name's Patrice, if you ever want a therapist. (laughs) She's the shit. Cool. So that's, oh, sorry. What was your question? (laughs) Yes. It was um, if you went on dating right after Oh, no, no, no. So I stayed single. So I like watched some TED Talks. And they all said, like, hey, stay single. And I was like, yeah, cool. I love TED Talks, so I'll do that. <laughs> they seem like reliable sources, They're super honestly. smart. Um, so I stayed single and, like, didn't get on any dating apps or, like, talk to anybody. Um, and then, yeah, and then I, like, dated somebody. That was a mistake, but that didn't last very long. And then I ended up in, a, like, a good relationship for a year. It ended, but it was a fine relationship. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's my story. That's the impactful thing. Your That's turn. good. You got your wine? The wine is refilled. I didn't really eat anything as well, so I'm kind of just in a really good place right now. Okay. I'm excited. I need you to know that. <laughs> and, and this is an exciting time because her ID has expired, and she can't buy alcohol. So this is like a joyful moment with a full wine glass for no. her. <laughs> like, I almost, like, I'm, like, dry crying constantly right now. Um, <laughs> I did. I did not drink for three days. I did eat um, raw hot dogs constantly. I know. I had to, like, substitute. I don't know because I was too lazy to cook them, and I was too depressed (laughs) from not drinking to cook them. And so they they were cooked. Oh, yeah, they're pre-cooked. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Somebody told me I'm going to get worms from that, which I don't know. I think that's a lie. They're dumb. I know. Like, you're stupid. No. Okay. I feel like I have a... It's really interesting because I feel like I have had like very big people in my life and then uh, kind of woven through those events to like cope with the pain. I've had small little spurts of people that I really haven't cared about. Like it's very hard for me to fall for somebody. And so I feel really safe most of the time because I'm like, I'm not going to fall for Like I don't like people very easily. And so it's really easy for me to like have very short term kind of flippant relationships. Not even full relationship. Like I've never even been in a real relationship. Like that's how pathetic it is. Um, but I had like a really solid thing with this. I was in love with this guy when I was like 17 and he was so, like just a fuck boy, like a total fuck boy. And I knew it and he was just like obsessed with me in this really weird way. And I was a Christian at the time. So I was like, no, I'm obsessed with Jesus. So <laughs> I'm like, I'm getting married to Jesus. So we can't have sex. Wow. It was like very much like like 16 17 like my mindset whatever yes anyway but uh in love with him forever like for four years I was obsessed with him and um then it's really funny because I had I've had like like a couple people that have been like very impactful in my life as far as like like some sexually disturbing things happened and just like things that kind of like kind of shifted me around a little bit but then there was another person and literally right when I met them I told I was with my best friend when I met them and I was like that guy reminds me of this first guy and the one with 17 yeah when I was 17 I was like he reminds me of him and she was like yeah he's just like him 
literally that was like the next guy where I was like, oh God, like why am I like into this person? They're so dysfunctional and so hurtful to me, but I'm so in. I don't yeah. know why. And it was like this feeling of like, oh my gosh, like I just want to be with them. And the thing is like, they don't give a fuck about me half the time. Like the thing is like, I can tell on some level they do care about me. So I'm not like trying to be so dramatic where I'm like, they don't care about me. Yeah. But I'm like, I, I know that they like the, um, I don't know. I'm not what they want. Like, they would never choose me. They only want me around to give them attention. And they would never want me. And like, for so, real. Like, for real. They they wouldn't choose me. It's What's really pathetic, too, is there's a similar... It's so weird. It's so weird now that I look back on it. Because there was, like, a similar dynamic where I was close. There's The first guy's... And I was close to his best friend. And his best friend would constantly be telling me, like, Oh, he, like, told me that he might be in love with you. Like, he told me, like, like saying stuff like that all the time. So that obviously keeps you hooked because you're, like, right. I'm, like, low-key sleeping with this person. Just, like, we've been hanging out for, like, months. Like, they can't tell me. They're afraid to tell me, but they're telling their best friend, cool, right. I'm going to stay in it. Right. That's what happened forever. And he would never, ever open up to me or anything and tell me these things. And he would re- he was so manipulative. Um, and just, like, a sex addict. Like, I've been so many sex addicts. It's kind of just, like, so fucked up. But... <laughs> Um, this next guy, this second guy that, that was just like, um, his best friend, I was very close to his best friend and his best friend would tell me like, no, he really likes you. Like he really, really likes you. What and he's are like, these guys in high school? Literally. I know. And these guys were like almost 30 at the time. Like yeah, so I understand silly. the first time yeah. we're like, oh my God, I'm so scared. Like what's love? You know what I mean? <laughs> this time I'm like. We, I'm like literally bored of sex right now. Like I literally can take a sabbatical and be like, my vibrator is my queen. Like, are you kidding me? I don't need you. So that, it was just like pathetic. And honestly, they're just kind of like, now that I'm looking back, I'm like, they're low key frat boys. They just kind of are, they have that mindset and they're just fuck boys. And they just go around and like get a high off of getting girls in bed. And so but there was like something special about me and we never had sex and he like wouldn't and he was like no we can't have sex because we ruined something and I was just like we're already ruining we're naked <laughs> like ruined <laughs> already ruined and like his best friend's like oh my god no he likes you just like just like tell him this or just tell him that and I'm just like okay but that all fucked me up and then he ghosted so like oh, every no. single yeah that would happen all the time or like somebody would just like feed me so much information and then they would ghost and I would just be like confused and I think that literally I had, I never got closure and I had to find closure by myself and literally, wow, I'm just going into like a really in-depth story. Sorry. But it's okay. Don't be sorry. We really? like it. Yeah. This is so. Closure is important. Even though I don't yeah. really know like exactly what it is. I know. What is that exactly? Like, I think I've had it, but you know, <laughs> I'm not really sure. I think that I have closure, I think but I have closure, like. But- I don't know if what I got it, it ex- from the other person or if, like, it's just it's me fine. feeling closed. I don't know. <laughs> I feel closed. Like, I feel like I'm closed I, now. <laughs> so, yeah. I was open. Now I'm closed. Yeah. So this seems like it, this it is It feels what like is. this is what closure should be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no, for sure. Um. Uh, yeah. So, no, I think it's it was such, like, a unique situation. And... I honestly, I was thinking, like, I'm going to send this link to everybody so they can, like, hear yes. that I'm angry. Yes. That I'm, you know, that I'm not a happy camper. Well, it's, and that's, like, something that they need to understand, too. When you're ghosting someone, like, you're a human. 
we're a person. Like, you're just, that's just so rude. It's, like, the worst form of disrespect. Mm -hmm. Like, why can't you just be like, listen, I'm not feeling it. Bye. Like, even that would be better than ghosting. Mm -hmm. It's just, like. Because that's closure in itself. Just yeah. Hearing, right. Like, hey, did, this isn't mutual. Like, yeah. I'm really not into it. Yeah. Just, Honestly, that that is closure. <laughs> yeah. If we're gonna define it, just say that. I mean, that's closure in like simple, quick terms. But yeah. It, it's right. Like an actual relationship, like long term thing. That's kind of different. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. I f- I feel like I don't know. Recently, I've had so many weird experiences with closure, both guys not getting closure. And them needing, like, I have not experienced that at all, except for just recently in the last couple months, several men have just, like, needed closure, and they're like, oh, my gosh. Like, they want closure from you? Yeah, like, they want to talk things out, and I'm just like. Yeah, so talk about why you think they want, why do they feel like they need closure from you? To be totally honest, I feel like when someone is more in than the other person, and that person, like, pulls out or, like, stops abruptly, and it's just kind of like, hey, this isn't working. The thing is, in in all the scenarios that it did happen, I, I've i experienced not being allowed to have closure with someone and someone yeah. not giving me that option and being like, no, like, kind of fuck you. Right. I'm not going to do this with you. And that was way more confusing because I'm like, just tell me. Like, that's my personality. I'm very, like, black and white, like, cut and dry. Like, tell me what's going on and I will have no problem, but it seems like you like me and then you're just pulling away, which now I'm still invested. Right. Um, so, but with all these other guys... I was like, hey, like, I, again, like, haven't, I don't really easily get invested in people, like, very easily. I don't know. So these guys, when I would be like, hey, just so you know, this isn't really working, da-da, this is how I feel, I don't think, like, I would very clearly communicate several of them, this one dude, he even went to my fucking house, like, showed up at my house, I sat up with him when we first stopped talking, we didn't even date. He was trying to get me into like this weird relationship because he was so possessive. And I was just like, I'm I'm so not even into relationships like that. Like I'm very into like trust. I trust you. Like I don't want yeah, actually want to see you for three days because I'm busy. Yeah. Like I always am very much into like busy, independent people that I'm just like, yeah, let's talk in four days when we actually have shit to talk about. Yeah. Um. Anyway, but he uh, was just like very much like like one day would be like, I, we cannot be friends. And then the next day he would call me and be like, hey, we're getting coffee, da-da-da, if you want to meet up. And I'm like, you just told me you didn't want to be my friend. Yeah. He, he's kind of, like, insane. But then, <laughs> then he would be like, he'd call me at 2 o'clock in the morning the next day and be like, hey, so I'm not over you. And I'm like, I know, it's been, like, one day. <laughs> and he's just like, yeah, can I talk to you? So literally he's like, can we please talk? So then I let him come to my house at two o'clock in the morning and we stayed until 4 30 and he said phrases like you're small-minded you're da 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 like all this stuff and i'm just like okay so this doesn't feel like closure this just feels like verbal abuse yeah and i'm trying to let you talk this thing out with me and then in the middle he'd just be like can we just try again and i'm just like no this is not closure why would he want to try again with you if he thinks you have such a small mind literally like, that's what, what i said trying, what are you doing right now that's, i i mean no. <laughs> What is your end goal here, mister? Like, I know. What's happening? Like, why do you want to be with such a closed-minded idiot, apparently? Like, leave me alone if I'm closed-minded. Yeah, like, obviously we're not compatible. Get out. We're not compatible. Please. <laughs> kind of just sounds like he's not used to getting rejected. Yeah. He literally exactly. said verbatim, he was yeah. like, I think I'm not used to rejection. And I'm just like, bitch, get used to it. Yeah, like, just like right. if this girl doesn't like me, obviously she, her mind is small. And then he can't handle, like... Yeah. A real woman. Know. 
the thing is, I'm just like, that is so sad if your identity is so tightly wound to another person yes. that if they reject you, like, honestly, I'm, I have not always been this way. I have rarely handled relationships like this, but I do think this way where I'm like, if somebody doesn't like me, it actually has nothing to do with my value or a reflection on me. It doesn't like, I'm not like, oh my God, I'm not valuable now. Yeah, right. It's like, oh, actually we're not meant to be together because there's a million fucking people on the earth. And like, why would every single person like people are rarely compatible. People are rarely that connected. Like that's rare and that's special and that's sacred. And other than that, it's like, sure. Most people that I'm going to date, I'm not going to be in love with. Right. You know, that's the point of dating. Exactly. Um, something I was thinking when you said that was, I don't think he wanted, I don't think he was, linked to you like that like you were saying if someone's that linked to someone else like Mm -hmm. I don't I think he wanted you to be that linked to him right and he was like what's happening she's not like falling over for me (laughs) and it's like yeah bro yeah this is a real fucking lady peace out he's crazy that's what it sounds like I'm you know no exactly an objective listener literally (laughs) no (laughs) I agree with that. I think I've made a huge observation, which I don't think it's all the time, but I think that, I know that you're a man. I'm so sorry. Sorry, I think that I've observed that men in general don't like to be told no. And I'm not just saying this is like the Me Too movement. Like I think that's really legitimate and I want to honor that and I don't want to like, I'm not saying that's not legitimate or anything. But I'm saying this as in the genre of if if I reject you first... Uh, then I'm not playing the part that you think should be played where like right. you get to kind of play me and I'm the clingy girl and we have like those yes. very, uh, yeah. what The roles. The roles, yeah. Mm-hmm. The sexual roles, we're playing them out and it's perfect. Like if I say, actually I'm not interested, literally I've said it in the nicest way ever and I don't ever want to be an asshole. I don't ever want to be like, uh, no, actually you're bad in bed and like yeah, I don't like, like say all yeah. the things I'm thinking. Right. You know what I mean? Like you're I can polite. give you a fucking, I will give you an essay on why I don't want to be with you. But I'm still like, oh my gosh, you're amazing. Da, da, da. We are not good for each other. Like we are not meant to be together and I don't have to pick you apart to let you know that. Yeah. And literally, I have never had such uh, an emotionally violent response from men where they literally are like, what? Yeah. And are angry and are hurt and will not, and are crazier than girls. Yeah. Like, I know girls that have been literally shit on and they okay. don't do this stuff. Did, was it you that said this the other day? It was in the last podcast where you're like, girls who have crazy boyfriends about. Say that again. It's a Donald Glover stand-up bit. Yes. And he says something like, um, you never hear about crazy boyfriend stories. You only hear crazy girlfriend stories because girls that have crazy boyfriends get killed by those boys. Yes, because boys are crazy. Because <laughs> boys are crazy when you reject them. Yeah. They're yes. like, I'm sorry, what did you say? What, yeah. You said no, like, like, yeah. like what? Like, like they yes, don't, though. they're just so not used to hearing it. It's so... Sorry, buddy. Yeah. No, seriously. Yeah. I mean, that's not true for all people. All I don't think and that. I know you don't think that. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. I think that's just a brand of guys that you yeah. have kind of, for, for whatever reason, that's the kind of guy that you have attracted so far. Or, right. Or, you know, everybody falls into that, too. Like, 
I would say for the most part, most people find that their relationships are like a string of people that are kind of the same Mm -hmm. through a period of time, you know? Oh, yeah. So that's just kind of how it goes. And I think you had to eventually figure out how to change your taste to be to not be those people that aren't good for you. Right. I totally agree with that. Yeah, Yeah. I read I read an article once that said that um, we only ever have three loves in our life. And oh, this yeah, article's good. Three. It was actually really ins- inspiring, or like, I don't know, it could be right. I've asked some people what they think. Oh, she wants more wine. Yeah. Can you bring me my second glass, please? <laughs> but it said, like, <laughs> so you. you have your first love that's just like exciting, it's new, it's like picture perfect, it's like just f- from the outside in, it looks like a perfect relationship. The second relationship is like a roller coaster. And this relationship could repeat itself many, many times in different people. So like you could have that second love, that same type of love multiple times with different people or the same person. You could be on and off again. Um, and it's just like manipulative. It's off and on. It's all over the place. Oh, <laughs> I'm spilling wine in my kitchen. And then the Don't third waste love. It. <laughs> the third love, it like comes around whenever... Um, you least expect it and it's like peaceful you just kind of meet each other where you're at in life and there's not a lot of drama it's just calm and it's easy to be together and apparently that's what the third love looks I like i love that that's yeah nice it's beautiful I really like that. Just look it up i'm not sure i've had three but i feel like i feel like the first and second happened with the same person mm, that's possible wow yeah. And yeah. So now you're on the third. So now I'm on the third, mm. which I hope. Oh, which is hopefully not the same person. It, yeah, it's a different <laughs> person. Thank God. Are you sure? <laughs> it's a different. Is it actually it's currently an happening? Actual different person. But the third one is actually happening for me. Oh, oh good. Yeah, it's are good. Are you serious? Oh yeah. I meant to serious. ask you before. Yes. Yeah, so we are. I think that's exactly the correct wording. Is we're meeting each other exactly where we are in life. Like he's ten years older than me. That's so. So hot. he's got different. He's it's so hot. It's so he hot. is so put together <laughs> and he has his life in line and he is like this is what I want and I'm like I wish I could say that. How did you but guys I meet? can't. He works in the mall. Oh no way. Yes. Oh, oh my god. So awesome. yeah, it was it was super lucky but it was totally like I'm not like super churchy. Right. But I do believe in God mm-hmm. and this was a God thing for sure because yeah. we are both Same. from Michigan. Oh, we I both love that that's how you lead because of Michigan. <laughs> it is Michigan, you. Most importantly, you should we know. We seriously grew up miles from each other. He worked at the Outback four seconds from my house that we frequented. Wow. Oh my and God. So he's given you like a lobster before? <laughs> Probably, <laughs> except <laughs> no, I would never order a lobster. Oh, my bad. But wow. yeah, I offended. don't eat shellfish because I am a baby. I don't know. But I don't eat. I do not eat. But shellfish. he probably served us bread because I ate a lot of that. Okay, um, that's okay. so. I wanted to ask you guys your your best friends. Is that correct? No. What? What? Oh, cr- don't eat. <laughs> I feel awkward. What? <laughs> this just got real. <laughs> Are you best friends? Yes. No. Wait, what? <laughs> you said best friends. We're not best friends. She You're I not don't, best friends. Okay, honestly, I 
I think that the term best friends is so juvenile and so overused. Yeah, the thing is, like, what is best friend? That's like. I'm not saying you don't have to have one best friend. Is one of the best humans that I know, and I enjoy her more than almost anyone. So yes, go. if I was gonna say so she's, she's one, one of my best, best friends, friends, you just one of you. Sure, one if of that's the. Mm-hmm. You literally just define. Shut what up! A best you're friend literally is. saying the same thing. Don't no, even I look know, insulted. You nothing. said the same thing. You're like so shaking to, your head. To no? summarize, yes. Please ask your question. We're not best friends. She's just one of my favorite people in the world, and I hang out with her all the no, time. No, we even verbalized how much we're obsessed with each other. We love each other so much. We don't. The thing is, we don't hang out constantly. <laughs> You're gonna so have to cut this out. <laughs> so anyway, you guys are Sorry. friends. Yeah. Um, so you've experienced each other's dating lives together, and you you watch yes. them happen. You watch them play out. The cat really wants the microphone. <laughs> the cat <laughs> wants a turn to talk about her relationship. And that makes no sense to you guys. You didn't know there was a cat in here. Now you know. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, you guys have seen each other's uh, relationships play out. So talk about, like, you know, what you see happen. And are there things that each of you do for the other person to try and, and help them out or warn them if things are going bad? Or how do you interact with each other's <laughs> relationships? Yeah, I mean, okay. for sure. I feel like you are, okay, does not hold back at all about anything she feels about anyone at any time. So she's pretty we blunt. Believe it. So my entire last relationship was strongly disapproved by, okay. <laughs> she let me know every moment, like, I would see her just like, why don't you just fucking dump him? Like, I'm so sick of his bullshit. And I'd be like, Jesus Christ, like, we worked things out. We talked about it. Well, no, I'm just sick of it. It's going to happen again. It's going to happen again. This is, like, so much. Every no, single time. I wasn't doing that. You totally no, fucking remember, did it. No, I remember I being, remember one time I, being like, could you please, like, stop? Like, <laughs> I was sad I because... I really love him. No, okay, like, I, I remember that conversation <laughs> yeah. vividly. No, but I remember before, I remember there was, like, things that were happening, and I was like, eh, I don't love him, but it's fine. Like, I remember trying, because I'm not, like... I'm not like a blatantly, I fuck that person type. Like I want to understand your feelings and I understand there's a, like a human process that goes into this. So I'm not thinking like, oh my gosh, I hate him. Stop right. this. But I remember joking that I was very single and I was very sexually active and having a good time. And she oh, yeah. used to be that way with me, like frolicking through like this. It's true. We talked about together. Some, we could have had a podcast then and just. Yeah. Dude, it would have been, been. Just about that. We would have been given so much money. Mm-hmm. Literally. Like. All we would do is like talk about like our possible like scenarios of like things that could happen that we were talking about with all the people we were talking about on Tinder. Like, like it was so vast. It was like we were in the Lion King and it was like all this land that the light touches. It's like all penises. Like it was just <laughs> for us. <laughs> I would say that's like, a little over the top, but really similar. New. <laughs> Less penises. It felt like that to me. The, when Rafiki walks out and uh, holds Simba up, that wasn't a mountain. That was penis. It was exactly. No, I remember trying to be supportive. Not getting but very I far. I remember being sarcastic about like, remember, see how I'm having sex with people? You could be doing that with me. Yes. And you were like, yeah. and then you were saying something about like, no, you really like him. And then I would joke strongly I joke was, <laughs> i was and i then, was joking about like what if you guys like i wish you guys so would you break were, up so you were uh 
jealous or you were upset that you were navigating the single it's life It's more alone? of a I was loss jealous of, of your wingman or like a loss of your single partner. Thank yeah, you. Totally it is a that. loss of my wingman. I yep. needed her when she was not there. So you were being selfish. Truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly. It what happens. That's that. It's real. You know, if we keep coming back to like the narcissism thing, I'm really gonna need like <laughs> some sort of like support on the other end. Then yeah, dude, I'm totally. the same way. My friend right now is doing the same thing. She's like, okay, well, I'm about to be single, and you and my other going out partner are freaking in relationships. And she's like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Yeah, it's just what everyone has to deal with. Mm-hmm. It's a big deal. I haven't liked the people that oh, cr- dated. <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? Sorry, that, that was, was the original question. question. Yeah, see, you can't I focus, and, and so now and this you keeps happening. Whatever you wanted. I'm not very sober. It's not my fault. <laughs> it's uh, my fault. Yeah, I brought oh, cr- all the wine. Oh, cr- dated some pretty. <laughs> she's dated some pretty big douchebags. I'm not gonna lie, you guys. <laughs> it's been a rough road. So it's been a rough road. And what do you what do you do about it? Um, I tell her. Like usually, I'm talking her like down from like an anxiety attack or something. But it's they usually like ghosts a, yeah, for a no, because they're total assholes. Yeah, and they're like totally manipulating things. And I've been through some of the same shit. It's like I can see it, and she doesn't while she's in it. Okay, so let's move on to. Tell me about like your worst Tinder experience or your funniest Tinder experience. Oh, I've got one. I've got one. Okay, let's okay. hear it. Met this guy on Tinder. Second date. So the first date went fine. Went well. We talked about like business and stuff. Like he was in a business in IT and I think that's great. So we talked a lot about that. Went well. We texted. We go to a second date the next week. <laughs> it was at Baja Burrito. Delicious. I get there five minutes early for the date. I was early. Just want to clarify that part. He was almost done eating. Oh, what? Yeah. I sit down, like, thinking, like, I'm early. Is am I, Did I get the time wrong? And I was like, are we in a hurry? And he goes, no. <laughs> like, almost done with his burrito. Okay. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go inside and get a burrito then. Like, will you still be here? <laughs> he was like, like, thought I was crazy. He was like, yeah, I'll, I'll still be here. Maybe he like, doesn't want to eat in front of people. But we ate in front of each other the That's first bizarre. date. We had a date at it a is, restaurant. Yeah. Very know. strange. Very strange. It's just the whole, most funniest thing that's ever happened on a Tinder date. <laughs> like, he was so done. Like, he was done with the date was over was, when I got there early. It was uh, empty. <laughs> it was over. <laughs> it was hilarious. Uh, the other time that was just like awkward was I went on this coffee date. And the guy was just like, um, I think he was like trying to make moments happen, but they weren't happening. <laughs> like, like just like moments. look longingly and I'd be like, what the fuck's going on? You're like, sharing This is at not me, a sir. moment. Like, this is, I don't even fucking know I love know that you, you did pick up on. You're like, yeah, are you and trying then, to make moments happen? And then like, I still wasn't really sure if this was like bad or just awkward. And so, like, we went for a walk after the coffee date, and then he, li- like, put his arm around me, and I was like, I do not fucking know you. Like, what? Also, like, it's so hard to walk that way. Yeah, and he was really tall. <laughs> it was just awkward. He ch- he put his arm around me, and I sort of was like, ah, tapped his, like, hand, like, just like, hey, buddy. And then he, like, grabbed my hand to, like, hold it while we walked, and then I was just like. Like, on a first date? Yes. That's a little weird. And, and I gave no signals that this was okay. 
and so I like I like squeezed his hand and dropped it, and then I was like, I'm not really feeling that. And then who? Then he made a joke about how big his shoes were and like how that reflected the size oh, of no. his penis, like as he, to like what? really Downfall. get me excited or something. Wow. Like what the fuck? I don't even know you. Let you know what you're about to experience. Yeah, it's that solidified. Like, this is not awkward. This is just fucking weird as hell. And I've never seen this guy again. And then I thought about ghosting him, but I didn't. Good for you. I messaged him and said, because he had said, like, hey, let's do this again next week or whatever. And I was like, hey. Actually, that was really weird. Don't do that again. talk to you as a friend via text message. But I don't want to ever do this again. (laughs) (laughs) And then he like blocked me like on it was just like so butthurt about it. Oh but my god! He mil- blocked mil- you like ego. you're gonna try yeah. to get in touch with him. Like again. I was just insane. It's like well, <laughs> block her on every fucking yeah. outlet because really quick this before girl you said him she doesn't want to see me again. That he doesn't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. Weird. You? Oh, I don't know. I don't think I've had very healthy Tinder experiences. That's fair. Share when them. you talk about Tinder, sometimes you talk about going on dates, and I just like don't. Do you just go home and have sex? It's okay. It's okay. Like, share your truth. So when you all like, match with somebody on Tinder, they do you ever message first? Yeah. Always, yes. You always message first. I have no problem messaging What do you first. say? I usually message with something stupid to see if they can be funny. Like what? Like, hi, what's your mother's maiden name? That sounds like you're trying to hack his password. <laughs> I know. <laughs> because it's funny. Because some hey, which people... which of these pictures does not have a stop sign in it? <laughs> but I think, I don't know, people that can, like, banter. I think banter is really important to me. And people that can, like, have some... I love role play. And if people can't have some sort of, like, imagination, like, funny thing going... Literally, yeah. If somebody's like way too literal, I literally want to kill myself when I'm with them. Like, I can't do it. If somebody can like play imaginary, like, like almost like you're playing house. Like, I've yeah. played house with multiple people, and it's the best time I've ever had, and it's just fun. But yeah, that's how it usually happens. Interesting. What do you say if you message first? Mm, I usually like comment on something about their profile. Yeah. Um, so I'll either say something like, I try to also be witty and funny. I think I'm both of those things sometimes. Um, so like, I agree. Like, that's funny mm-hmm. if they also meet you on that and they can like match mm-hmm. your energy and the wittiness. Mm-hmm. And it's just so much fun. I'm a Gemini. So we're like okay. intellectually stimulated and like mentally just like in it. What? I'm a Gemini. I'm a Gemini. I just would like to preface this. I think I've heard that phrase. From, from me. you more Always. than any other words. I just think people should all. know. If they know that, they know the rest. A like lot. they could put yeah. the everyone together. knows. Are you like everyone. a huge um zodiac no, person? I just really love being a Gemini. Meteorologist? <laughs> I would say something. <laughs> no, I'm like into uh signs. Like I don't really follow like a daily horoscope or something like that. But, I'm like, a Libra. Tell me what, hey, what we're does compatible. that mean? You're Aww. a Libra? And you're yeah. an Aquarius. Well, well we're we've gone over this on our podcast, actually. So you know how they changed the signs up, yeah. All of a sudden, and now yeah. they're they're like, ah, oh, never mind. I don't, I don't follow it. that one. We don't either. I don't want to believe it. So you go with the, the absolutely because then it means I'm not a Gemini if we yeah. do that one. And the, yeah, the same. old Mine version. I'm a Libra. Like, Fuck no. Yeah, cool. We believe so that. So what does that mean? Um, I don't really know too many Libras. All I know is that like Libra is my highest compatibility, and I've only met one Libra. 
aside from you. So now I've met two Libras. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's my right. friend who's a Virgo. Her boyfriend is a Libra. Um. <clears throat> so. Oh yeah. Anyway, Tinder. moving on. So when, when a guy messages you all first. What, oh, yeah, it's what would be, be funny. like your idea? You want it to be funny. It's got to be funny. If he just mm-hmm. says, hey, how's it going? Oh, yeah, I probably you're, won't you're respond. Not a, you're not yeah. in on that. I, I've tried to get better about that, though, because they, they all have like a mutual friend who was on Tinder, and he like would be like, that's bullshit. Like, say something back to these people. And I'd be like, but they just said, hey. And he would be like, well, they don't know you, so just like say something. They like tried. You wouldn't say hey to them? They, he, they would just say, like, hey. And that's like, when you say, you. "Hey, say what's your mom's maiden name?" I totally get that mindset, yeah. but then lots of people are shy. I get it. I get it. And now. we are not I, shy. There were some great conversations once I like started trying. I get that, like when you don't know somebody, it's easier to just mass text, "Hey," yeah. and just see what comes mm-hmm. from that. Yeah, like you're not obligated to like be loyal to me and be like super have this great like first intro text. I, I realize you're messaging like 50 other people. The Tinder message. Yeah. <laughs> I don't me, feel the loyalty. I will not message back. That <laughs> <laughs> should be your exactly. Tinder profile. <laughs> I don't feel the loyalty in these couple ones. words. <laughs> the guy that I dated before, um, his first, he messaged me first. So we dated for a year. We met on Tinder and he said, he said, what are your thoughts on Kevin Bacon? Ah. And I was like, I'm not super attracted to him, but uh, his acting's fine. And he was like, cool. I'm- oh, cr- <laughs> I was like, excellent. Cool. Um, but yeah, I thought that was kind of funny. Like, that is funny. Random. And then we started talking. Apparently, he actually loves Kevin Bacon. <laughs> and this was not just some random person. Like... As long as you didn't fan. like insult him. Yeah, yeah, okay. we were okay. We could continue <laughs> talking. I definitely have a random actor that I uh, love a whole lot for no reason at all. Who? William H. Macy. Can you tell me something he's is. been in? Um, Shameless. No, no, no. ER. Fargo. Early seasons. Um, Early Jurassic seasons. Park 3. Jurassic Park 3. I'll look it up. Okay. I'm sure once Married I see his face. Married to Felicity he Huffman. Looks, he looks like oh, such you know a, who this he is. looks like I a do. sweet little cat. You just want to pet Can you say his name again? Do you know why huh? I know who William he is? Macy? William H. Macy. Because I hate him. Why do you hate him? I don't like his face. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> and I hated him in Jurassic Park three, and it's the first thing I ever hey, saw Park him. Jurassic Park three is not a good that movie. That really impacted my life. <clears throat> Jurassic Park three is not great. That's it's why a great movie. Okay, you just don't look. even go there. We can't have this argument. Anyway. Okay, I know who this is. Yeah. I'm kind of surprised that's who you like so yeah, much. Yeah, why do you love him? Oh my god, I, don't I know. love him. I love him. See, I watch Shameless. Yeah, he's oh, amazing. Okay. There you go, boom, greatest <laughs> actor of our generation. Wow. No, he's amazing. That's too strong. I don't think of a that's statement. a stretch. That's not too strong of a statement. I love him that much. I honestly would have his kid. Like, I, that's how much. Oh, I love he was him. in. Um, you didn't even know uh, who he was before the remake of did, Psycho. I don't know his name. With Vince Vaughn. Really? Yeah, he was the policeman. Vince Vaughn stabs him and he falls down the steps. Wow, spoiler alert. Well, <laughs> I've had it. It was made in like 2001. So. <laughs> I was holding out. Did you tell us any? Do you have any cute, crazy Tinder stories? Oh, I didn't 
tell you. I'm literally just making like little videos on my she phone. Said she said she mostly no just like hooks up with people right after they match. Okay, oh, well, yeah. I want to know about that process. I've never been. So I was never on Tinder. I was only on Bumble. Okay. Very oh. small period oh, I love of time. Bumble. Hinge is new and pr- apparently better. Oh, Hinge is yes. just as shitty. Don't fucking use really? Hinge. It's a mess. People okay. told me that Hinge was way better. I just deleted it because I was like, fuck this. I think you're the one who told me Hinge was better. I probably did because I liked it for that day. <laughs> that day? Mm-hmm. Okay, so <laughs> Hinge is like a less aggressive Tinder is how I'd explain it. You cannot swipe left or right. So like you actually look at their profile and you have to scroll through their pictures. And if you like one of them, you can say like and then say something about comment about the picture. Um, I like that a lot better. And that you also answer questions about yourself. So on your profile, there's like three questions you could choose from or something interesting about yourself that you can like choose from and answer. So people can comment on that. So you only match with somebody who's liked you also or no. So like if somebody likes you, you get notified that they liked you. Ooh. And, and then if you didn't like them. But then you get. So now you see their profile once you get notified. And then you can Clearly. say, like, no, I don't like them, or I do like them. Oh, that's, kind of, that's almost more messed up somehow. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. I don't like it. I mean, apparently the, like, the, the thing is that, like, they're apparently more serious people on Hinge. Like, that's not, like, more okay. hookups. But that's not true. That's not true. People just are more serious whores. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Well, and I feel like if you're really in it for the hookup, like, think about Barney from How I Met Your Mother. Think about, like, the lengths he would go to for a hookup. Mm -hmm. If a guy really wants to hook up with you and he thinks all the women are on Hinge, he'll get on there. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's not hard. It doesn't require that much effort to download a dating app. I think that was literally the case with Bumble, where guys were getting on there because they were like, oh, my God, this is a huge thing with women. Mm -hmm. Because we're like, oh, my God, it's the feminist app, which doesn't fucking know. It's not even that helpful, where it's like, now I have to do all the work, which is annoying. it sucks, because, like, on Tinder... Like, I felt like I was putting in mutual effort or, like, trying right. to, like, carry conversations and, like, help out. But, like, now on Bumble, like, it's all on you to, like, yeah. s- constantly send the first message. And then they're, like, butthurt when you're not putting yeah. in all this effort. And it's just, like, I'm too tired. Like, how many people we have to message? Bumble's making this all my responsibility and it's too much. The responsibility's too much. Yeah. Agreed. It should be shared, honestly. Yeah, totally. Have um, you guys, have you used Tinder? What are your thoughts? I feel like you're asking all of this because you needed a perspective of like a female. Well, yeah, I was trying to see like what yeah, what's I need the to male perspective of Tinder? Yeah, yeah. Um, I definitely get way more matches on Tinder than Bumble. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes it sense. It does. Yeah, I mean, Bumble okay. requires a lot more effort from females to like do all this extra work, so we just would rather do our. It's great Tinder. at first, but after a while, I feel like we get tired. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, probably the last. Um, the last person I actually talked to on Tinder. Oh, I know what happened. <clears throat> she um, posted her bio was something like looking for someone to watch true crime documentaries mm. with. Oh so God. I was like, hey, who's yes. your favorite serial killer? And <laughs> wow. She said, I, don't, it, it, I wish that had like, worked out. She messaged like two more times and then that was it. Damn it. Um, this other, this <laughs> other girl, I like took story. a trip to Kentucky and I matched with this girl and I got back and it said like 200 miles away. And she messaged, and I was like, "Oh, well, you're really cute, but I'm. I think we matched when I was." You in said Kentucky. that. Yeah. And she was like, "Well, I'm actually going to be like near Nashville in October, so maybe we can meet up then." <gasps> it's October. Yeah. So, okay, that's excellent. 
Wait, so that's happening soon? I don't know. How, I hope so. You, message her. Well, yes. wait, how many hours of a drive is this? Hold up. Let's like... Let's, wait, she just said she was already going to be in Nashville. This, if there's any longevity to this anyway. Because but do oh we my need God. longevity? Yeah. yeah well, no, well, it we depends on what that. he's wanting. Are what you, you want? wanting to hook up? Or yeah, you do you want a marriage? What do you want? How yes. No. How old are you? Yes, he wants a marriage. Okay. He's, you're a baby. But like, no. you need to date first, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so let's give him like a couple of dates before the marriage. But hold on, a if couple? this girl lives like three hours away, don't go for it. Like, you're not gonna. I mean, long distance is shit. Like, oh, right. yeah. that's a nightmare. Don't sign up for that if you don't want to, or if you don't have to. But if it's like a hookup, then sure. Like, yeah, literally. Well, that's yeah. what we need to know. That's. Yeah, it sounds like it is a hookup. Well, obviously, that's what it would be. That's lit- just by default. Not because- for me. Well, I don't know. That's what we're asking. Yeah. It would be for her and not for me. Well, it would be for both of you, but is that something that you're <laughs> be like, okay, sweetheart, to? I'll see you Do you tomorrow. want a hookup? Do you want a hookup or do you want a marriage? I mean, if she's not do a, want, if she's not a wacko, then yeah. <laughs> then yeah to what? A then yeah, a hookup. It's fine. Okay. Okay. I'm glad we're all on the same. See, that's fair. Our parents' generation—I don't think they could say this when they were our age. That was like super frowned upon. No, I was like four when my my mom was my age. No, they could not. That's freaking nuts. Yeah. So we're talking about I want to live vicariously through you because I want you to find someone that you can just like bang and then see you later. No, and you then you're ready is, to find you your need wife. a friends with benefits. That's yeah. yeah that's, that's all of our that's really how all of us get by in our 20s. Yeah, it's better. And then also it's better sex because if you have like one yes. night stands all the time, that is the worst sex ever. You, well, too, because if they're your friend, like you can talk about and be like, this is what I like. Do that. Instead right. of like being a stranger, you one feel thing maybe that more I comfortable. don't, yeah, yeah, does yeah. that ever end well? Mm-hmm. Good. Some, I've done it with the same person. You yes. want to hear it twice yeah. for a year at a time. Mm-hmm. It's great, great experience. The one thing that I don't like to do is I don't like to involve somebody who is in my inner circle. Yeah, like I will typically pick someone who is outside of my circle or not all of my friends know so if it doesn't end well it won't really affect my social life because that awkward right that has happened and that's way more serious when it's when that person's in my circle i'm like i don't really know if we should have sex but like if they're not in my circle i'm like obviously we should have sex because you're not in my circle right yeah tell us about your experience um so the friends with benefits was actually the first boyfriend that i've ever had Late bloomer, twenty. Whenever I had my first boyfriend, Aww. I moved to Nashville. My graduating high cl- class in high school, nine people, biggest nine? class of nine all time. People in Nevada. Oh, so no, I actually lived in Florida too. Grew oh, up God. in Nevada. Did a middle school, high school in Florida, and then I moved back to Nevada when I graduated. But um, yeah. So in Florida, small town, Florida. Um, what town? Spring Hill. It, see, no one I have knows. family in Sarasota. Okay, it's uh, north of Sarasota. Okay. It's like closer to Tampa, outside of Tampa. Anyway, small town, even smaller school, no one to date because we all grew up together. And then um, when somebody did date, it was like freaking weird. <laughs> and then they'd break up. And yeah, like, are we all had to just be cool amazing. with it? So oh, so uncomfortable. So you all were you all just in every single class together? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we didn't have any class. We didn't choose classes. It was all just what they offered. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Bible class every single day, and then wow. chapel on Wednesdays. We had to take notes so we didn't fall asleep, and turn them in. 
Yeah. Anyway, so that dating did not happen for any of us in high school. And then, yeah, I moved to Nevada for a couple of years and then moved to Nashville on a whim. And so I dated somebody that I worked with. And we didn't tell anybody. So we were both managers, and Smart. that was fine. But then once it got out, it was not fine. No. We were fine. We oh, had, no. like, like had an entire relationship for a year while working together. No one knew. And then we broke up and still worked together. <laughs> no one knew. And then somehow someone found out. And then they were like, you guys need to tran- like transfer stores. And, and you we were, were like, broken up, though? Yeah, we were like, we're fine. Like, what the <laughs> crap? We're done. It's over now. We did it all. We did an entire year. Yeah, it was, it was wow. just a mess. It was a mess. That's when you transferred to our store. Yep. That was because so of weird. that. You actually had to transfer because yeah, of that? Yeah, I had to transfer because of that. You couldn't wow. just say, we, we don't date. Yeah, I, I said that. I said that. It he was, said wow. that. Well, it's because it was... Yeah. She was a oh, psycho. She, was, she actually... This is ridiculous. She actually liked him mm-hmm. and then found out that we were dating. He was very upset. Oh. I know that sounds ridiculous, but she... That is why. That's what happened. That's why. Anyway. So he was my friends with benefits. After we broke up four years later, or like it's been four years, and now we're hooking up again. Um, but, but you said, you said friends with benefits and broke up. Okay, so we broke up 2014. We broke up, and then we um, like took ten months off of like not talking, just being totally like. So you actually dated. We dated for a full up. year. For a year. And then we broke up. Ten months we didn't talk, and then we started talking again, and we were just like, well, we know we don't want to date again because we know how that ends. We also don't like have the same lifetime like long term goals here. And so we just decided to, like, be friends with benefits. And it was actually great because he knew me really well. Yeah. And, like, we were legitimately friends. Like, yeah. we would call you each other. You know, they're not and, a psycho. And yeah, yeah. We, like, would talk about our families and, like, catch up about stuff. And, like, it was like a relationship. But knowing that there was an end date and also we were very clear on what our feelings were for each other. Like, I think I loved him just, like, not... Not in like, like a in love with him. right, like we were very okay with where we were. So yeah, that lasted for like another year, <laughs> and then then we did. I I dated somebody else. I don't think he's dated anybody else since. Have you ever done friends with benefits? That's all that I've done. I've never done relationships. I always did. So you've friends never with had benefits. a single relationship where you were someone's girlfriend? No. I well, I did. I had two of them. They lasted for twenty four hours. Twenty four hours. Yeah, back to back, kind of. That's all that ever happened to me. I was like, what's wrong with me that I can't have a relationship? So then I tried two times for 24 hours each. <laughs> it didn't work out, Why? obviously. Because uh, I didn't really want to date them. And I was like, do I just have a problem where Did I just like, like panic? don't? So you knew you didn't want to date him. No. You were just like, I should try. Yeah, that's literally what it was. Yeah. Like, I knew I was like. It, it, but that's the way that I am with everyone, pretty much. I'm just like, eh, I don't really want to. But then, like, those were the two times where I was, they were like, we should date. Or or one of them, literally, I asked him out. <laughs> and then I broke up with him 24 hours later. <laughs> well, because we just, I don't know. I think maybe I have Tourette's. I think I need to go get diagnosed. I don't know. But I literally, we were hanging out. And we always had lots of sexual tension and just, like, this thing. We always had this really intense connection. And he just... 
just people beat her on the bush for so fucking long and yeah. I'm just like the bush is fucking dead like it's I'll burnt. say it like we killed the bush because of how much Chopped we beat this fucking bush and so um yeah I I just have a really bad habit of saying everything first I've confessed my love for th- for four men now for four men and none of them have taken yeah, I know. Jerks. Well, they were all in love with other women, apparently. Or I just had, like, some sort of obsession. I don't really know. But, like, that's typically, like, my MO is saying something first. I'll say something first, and I'll be like, let's... Like, with those two... Situ- well, one of them, I was like, sure, I'll date you for 24 hours, and then I broke up with him. It's... I don't know. Spastic, <laughs> kind of. Yeah. I, I'm not very deeply... In, I don't really crave a relationship. I crave um, to be connected to someone, but I don't yeah. feel very connected very often. So how do you try to connect with someone? Like, do you go to bars a lot? Or do you just, like, try and meet people through people you already know? Or how do you do that? Or do you not? Um, I think I do. I think I more so do that. I don't expect to have connections with people. Because it feels very rare. For how many times I've honestly felt like I wanted to be with someone. Like genuinely me for myself. Feeling like I wanted to be with someone. It's only been like three times. For my whole life since I was like. No three or four times. Something like that. And even when I was. Even if I were to be with that person. It probably would not have lasted very long. But that feeling has not hit me very much. And so I don't expect that to happen very much. And But I have dated a lot. And I have had a lot of meaningless sex. And so I'm just kind of like numb to it. And I'm just yeah. like, well, I'll just kind of, quote unquote, it sounds awful. But it's like, I'll just stalk my prey until... Because it's like, it's it's kind of like, yeah, I could just wait around and not date anyone. Or not talk to anyone or not do anything. But then I've done that for months too, and then I get bored. Right. And I'm just like, well, I'm. My mom's just like, don't talk. To, like, she's so cute. I love her. I cannot tell her that I've had sex with anyone. She wants me to. She doesn't even want me to think that I know what my vagina is. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just like, mom, what's going on? She's like, you'll you'll learn one day, honey. Uh, yeah, I think that I just literally get bored, and then I kind of just entertain every once in a while when I. Lately, I've had a lot more to do career-wise, which I've been really thankful for and um, way more into that because it doesn't feel like a waste of time or I don't walk away being like, well, I didn't accomplish anything. But it is like a really nice... Every once in a while, it's like a really nice like vacation type, emotional vacation where I'm like, okay, cool. I can just have like this tiny little fling. Yeah. I don't feel a lot. I'm always very afraid of hurting that person. Yeah. And so as soon as I feel like they're starting to get feelings, I pull away really fast and it just makes me look like I have a shit ton of issues, but I just don't, I don't, I don't understand those people that perpetually want to be in relationships and that constantly have like the same type of issues and problems. I'm just, I'm just like, no, I don't, I don't crave a relationship. I have been obsessed with certain people where I think like this person's my soulmate. And other than that, I don't want to be with someone. I think so. I do the same thing and yeah. I do it to the extent that I just realized I dated somebody like three months ago and I kind of forgot about it. <laughs> do you remember that? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I, I, well, me and this girl were like, we were a thing for like two, like a month maybe. And it, I feel like it was kind of just a thing where I was like, uh, I should just try. Yeah. 
And then mm-hmm. I got to a point where I was like, I don't really feel the way that I think I should feel and I don't yeah. want to hurt her. So I'm going to go ahead and end it now. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. That's literally how I feel. Yeah. yeah. And it almost starts to feel like something's wrong with me. Like there's something wrong. And if I only do the right thing, like if I almost can like jolt myself into a relationship, I could have one. Yeah. But then I'm just like, oh, it's it's that I haven't met the right person still, I guess. But I don't know how people literally serial date. Yeah, me neither. It makes me feel like they're fake on some level, which I don't I don't I'm not trying to say that as a statement, but I'm just like, how do you do that? Yeah. And be authentic and be like fully yourself. There must be like a certain part of yourself that you're editing or not giving voice to. Because I don't meet people back to back to back to back like that. Yeah. Or I can't be in a really. I literally have a hard time being in a relationship. Nevertheless, having a hard time not being in a relationship. Right. What do you think? I don't know. I'm thinking a lot of stuff. Do you think that you're a serial dater? No. No? No, but like. So the thing that I'm caught up on in this chapter of my life is that. Like, okay, so a year ago, I met... Oh, and I guess there's going to be a sound effect for that, That's which is cool. great. Okay. Excellent. When we got together, I thought this was it. Like, there was... I've never felt that way in my life. And, like, when I had dated people prior to him, I remember always being okay with the ending eventually mm-hmm. because I knew something better was on the way. Like, I could feel it. It was this really intuitive thing where I was just like something better is coming and it's close. And the sooner I can get out of this, the sooner I can invite this thing to come into my life. And when came into my life, I thought that was him without a doubt. I thought it was him and like he did too. And we, you know, initially dating for the first few months, like we both thought that this was it. And we looked at homes together and talked about, kids and a family and getting married and like it wasn't it didn't feel rushed because it felt like it was just right and like along the way something happened and he just stopped I don't I really don't know what happened to this day like I still I don't fucking get it but he just stopped trying like he stopped being a good partner he stopped being available and like I would want to talk things out or like work through issues mostly about communication and like he just wasn't available to talk about it he would shut down and like not talk to me and it got a year but like this happened around like month six like just overnight like I would just be like what he used to write me every single day like just letters like every day it was something new knew that wasn't sustainable but like (laughs) thought he would like just do some sort of communication. Yeah. And he just stopped like one by one, every sweet thing he ever did for me just stopped. He filled up my room with a hundred balloons. Each one said a different reason why he loved me. Like so much. He did so way too much. But then I thought at the beginning, I thought it's okay. Cause when this dies down the honeymoon phase ends, what we have left will be sustainable. Like the love that he'll be able to give will be a great, like sustainable thing. And it just stopped. I have no fucking clue what happened. I don't know. And we went to counseling. We went to relationship counseling. Wow. Saw a therapist. Paid $140 a session. Wow. And sometimes the therapist would, like, speak to us individually. And so one of us would leave the room and the therapist would talk to us. And the third session, the therapist was, like, invited oh, to leave and me to stay. And he's like, 
shut the door and then he's like what are you doing and i was like what and he was like he needs counseling like we don't you and i both are hearing the same thing like i don't know what happened but like he needs to get individual counseling there's not much we can do more in a relationship counseling setting that's going to suddenly change him like it sounds to me like he really does love you, but I don't understand why he's not able to follow through. Like, I have given oh, an out, like, many times and just been like, do you want to just leave this? Like, do you want to be done? It's okay. Like, we'll figure out how to talk and be friends. Like, yeah. if you're not happy, let's just be done. But he never wanted to. Like, he would be like, no, I'm not, I don't want to end this. I don't want to end this. And I'd be like, what the hell? Very what surreal. Are you communicating? Yeah. It's really difficult. I asked if he could get, if he wanted to get counseling individually, and he had already been pushed to his limits by going to the relationship therapy. That was already outside of something he would ever do. So he had been through the ringer, I guess. He just felt like if he showed up to these therapy sessions, that would fix it, but it didn't. So it was really sad. It just like kind of was this like very long, drawn out, lonely relationship where I was just alone. And I would literally ask him a question in the room and he wouldn't respond to me for like 30 minutes. It would just be dead silence. And I would just be like in tears, like, can you please answer me? Please talk to me. What, what is this? Like you're a zombie. Yeah. It just was really sad. And then I ended up ending it and he was like somehow blindsided. And I don't understand why. Cause I was just like, Hey, I think this is really done. And he was like, yeah, I'm not not ready for it to be done and I was like oh. no <laughs> it's, it is. it's really done but anyway so I guess maybe we can edit some of that out but I don't know but the point is uh I still don't really understand the whole soulmate thing yeah. and like you know growing up I think our parents in Hollywood everyone teaches us that like when we know when we'll know yeah and I knew like even looking back now with everything that I'm reflecting on now it's been three months since we broke up I still, like, look at that. I'm like, I'm not crazy. Like, I knew that was it. I mm -hmm. knew. And I still am just like, how was that not it? Like, yeah, I don't know what happened. Yeah. I think it's I very was weird. in the same place, too, with my first serious boyfriend who lasted the longest. He was, I was like, how can this not be it? Because we felt so strongly for each other. And... Every time we would argue, we'd be over it and we'd be like, this is it. Like, this is just, how can you feel this way about another person ever? Like, this has got to be the real thing with, like, capital letters. And it's just like, it's not. It, it, it's somehow not. Like, it's somehow real for you. When you're in it, and it's like, this is it, and I'll never feel this way again. But, like, you shouldn't have to compromise so many things. True. Like, he should be able, if it's the real thing, capital letters for him, he should be able to communicate with you. Yeah. About what's going on. And, and that's the thing, is, like, we can say that, and there, it's like... I think we like to glamorize this thing of like, if it is true love mm -hmm. and if this is a real thing, then your partner will do these things. Yeah. And it's like, do we really explore the part that says 
Your partner is also a human who has lived a life before he met you. He has experienced trauma in childhood, in relationships, Mm -hmm. and he has not healed that. Yeah. And so, like, for instance, his lack of communication, I think looking at him, spending time with his family and his brother and his parents, like, they are silenced by their mother. She is dominant and, like, has the voice, and they do not speak. And I think that that is a childhood of just never being able to share your thoughts or your feelings or your perspective of the world. Mm -hmm. And then you get into a relationship where you're like, hey, your girlfriend's like, be my partner. What's your, what, what do you think? And like, let's talk and let's just like grow together. And you're like, what the fuck? Like, I never learned how to do that. And like every girl I dated before this was like, totally cool with that. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, just take me as I am. And. It's weird. It's it's really and I think he was able to give his best hand up front because like we all we all give our best hand up front. Mm -hmm. We want to be accepted and like liked. So we do Mm -hmm. a really good job at playing our hand right. And then we lose momentum because reality like we can't Mm -hmm. we can't hold on to that forever. That's not. It's yeah. not going to be here for anyway. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just in the season of my life where I'm still sort of just like, what the fuck happened? Like, yeah. that was nuts. I'm still, like, quite honestly hoping that one day it changes, but I don't think that it will. Nothing shows me that it will because he's going to not. I mean, I've talked to him a well, couple times since then. He's not working on himself. He's not trying to be better. And when I've seen him, <laughs> he's just a complete shell of a person. Like, he's not who I knew him to be. Yeah. It's just, like, really just heartbreaking. That's the thing, like, when you learn something from such a young age, like, you have to have help mm-hmm. on learning it and learning something totally new. Yeah. And if you're not actively seeking the help and, like, actively looking at yourself and looking inside and kind of trying to grow... Mm-hmm. How will you ever fix that? Like, you have to be 100% committed. I think it's, like, also, this just inspires me to be, like, a really kick-ass parent. And, like, just, like, encourage my kids to share their thoughts and feelings on Mm -hmm. everything. Like, I, my parents come from, like, the be seen, not heard generation. Mm -hmm. And, like, fuck that. Like, thankfully, I mean, not even. Like, I think my parents listened to me growing up, but, like, uh, my opinion was silenced, like, for the most part. My brother could share his, because, like, he was, like, assertive and a boy, and, like, that was encouraged, and, like, we're proud of you for being so opinionated. But, like, yeah. me as the little sister who was a girl, like, it was a different, like, it was the more, like, gentle, like, meek personality was definitely mm-hmm. fostered. Yes. And, like, I was not allowed to, like, be... I don't know. Have this sort of like he was. Right. That wasn't encouraged. It definitely wasn't yeah. like, don't do that, but definitely was not grown or harvested. Like, mm-hmm. that was not a thing. It's kind of scary how much stuff, like, when you're a kid, like, if, like, you can't reverse some stuff that, you're like, stuck. some of the choices your parents made, like, that's just who you are. Like, yeah. that's just it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I can even tell you that I have a little brother, and when I. Like, before kindergarten, my grandma lived two doors down from me, and she kept me, like, I didn't go to daycare or preschool. Like, she just kept me, and then all of a sudden, I'm in kindergarten. And my mom has told me that I, like, just hated it and didn't, like, I never wanted to make any friends. And, like, even now, like, I don't think I make friends very easily 
and I don't like talking to people, and I very much feel like a sociopath sometimes. I'm just like, oh, people don't like you. But my little brother, yeah, very introverted. And but my little brother like went to daycare and preschool, and he like he just makes friends really easily, and he can just talk to anybody. So there's just a lot of stuff like that that just kind of shapes yeah. the adult you're going to be. And you never know what it is. Yeah. And, like, neither do your parents. Right. Unless you're, like, the fifth or sixth child. Like, how would they know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've proven that, like, early childhood development is a big deal. Oh, like, yeah. the first, like, uh, like, yeah, like, zero to four, like, age, um, that's when, like, the most learning happens in your entire life. Mm-hmm. Like, you will never learn on that kind of level or be able to take information in. And so when your parents, like, they say that, like, children, there's, like, statistics. Like, if your parents are, like, educated, like, have higher than a high school degree or diploma, um, the chances are, are greater that you, as a child, will, like, be nourished and, like, encouraged to like explore new thoughts and share your Mm -hmm. feelings a lot of times it's like about if parents are like paying attention to you so like Mm -hmm. if your parents are even i I saw some ted talks on this guys i'm not gonna lie trying to regurgitate my information from my dad right now yeah like if your parents are like looking at you as a baby and they're like like you're doing something they're like just like um like maybe you don't understand them but they're like talking to you and like showing like facial expressions and they're excited and like they're happy and you're doing something good and they're applauding you like that information that a baby's taking in it like is building like they're feeling good about themselves they're learning they're feeling affirmed and like that's growing even from that age so when there's like parents that like don't respond and like kind of don't give a shit about their kid Mm -hmm. um babies are also seeing that and they're not feeling yeah. good like even at that age that's what kind of stuff they're taking in it's nuts yeah that's right, crazy. That's really interesting. are you gonna say something no sorry no I like I cut don't you be off. sorry no. they're so smart on there yeah <laughs> i'll tell you i'll tell you what they're so smart on tell you what so smart on those ted talks oh have you guys seen that ted talk have you guys ever away. seen the ted talks get in the van we're going to soccer <laughs> <laughs> if you're good i'll put on a ted talk for you when we get home we can make hot cocoa and watch a ted talk together honey oh geez um so what do you guys what do you guys think is the hardest part about being a mid-20s single person i can say for me that it's just really annoying to have to like do all this stuff by myself like today i had to go i'd like to start if yeah. i could just yeah, ask your question and then so i will answer my own question. all this shit myself well you guys seemed like you needed to think about it so i was just going to give you an example you. i just love that answer i just love that you were so ready like i'd like to kick this off by saying if you guys need an example I'm so tired of doing things on my own well i mean just like today i needed i had to go to target and best buy and i was just like has to go, I just had to go walk through the aisles and look weird by myself and like go look for look this thing weird by myself. By yourself. I think you probably yeah. Is that really like normal. a full thought you had? Yeah. Like, yes. Now I'm by myself and I look weird. Yeah. I will say okay. Eric is so <laughs> introverted and like Really? I don't he's pick so up on serious that. about it. 
He's the most self-conscious person I've ever met. I'm sorry. I love you. It's true. (laughs) I I miss you. He's so self-conscious, he can't even walk through Target without second-guessing himself. (laughs) Which is sad, because everyone should be able to go to Target and feel free and happy and excited. Like the day-to-day stuff, don't you love it that if you're like, oh, I had to go to drop off this thing later, you can be like... Phil, you're gonna go. You're gonna be in the car with me. And you're yeah. gonna come with me to this God, thing. That doesn't I didn't get ever... to tell him that. Yeah. yeah, it's true. I was in a relationship where I needed to go to Sam's Club, and was like, "Can you go to Sam's Club with me?" Because I needed. I got tires from there. I needed to replace a tire, and it was like just bitching because we had to go to Sam's Club. Nope. And I was like, I Throw spent an entire day with your family. You know how hard that is. Yeah. Like that's really fucking difficult. I'm asking for. Freaking one I hour. I want you to go to Sam's Club with me. And Sam's Club is a dream. Like, that it place is, is awesome. Seriously. It's a wonderland. That's a cheap amusement park right And they there. have lots yep. of samples. All right, what's your weirdest thing? Oh, wait, wait. What was the question? What is the <laughs> what question? What's your weirdest thing? What's your weirdest thing about what's being 25 and 6? What's your least favorite part about being a Oh. Uh... I don't know. I feel like I'm finally starting to make healthy decisions. Yeah, I don't really want to be fully healthy because I don't want to be married with kids. You Listen, you don't married. have to be married to be healthy. No, most people aren't. Yeah, okay. don't be married. married. They're so fucked up. I f- okay. I feel Wait like till you're 30. Yeah, I don't feel any pressure. Like, the thing is, I never want to get married. I never want to have kids. Like, that's a never type of thing where I'm like, I'm not really into that type of thing. I do want to be in a monogamous relationship. I'm not into, like, the whole poly thing. I've thought about that, and I'm just like, I can't do that. Um, Yeah, that's an interesting thought, but what's your least favorite thing about being single and 25? (laughs) I know. I'm just like, uh, so. That shit's good, too, but. But, like, well, you know when I originally asked my question? (laughs) What do you think about that? Remember that one time? Yeah, but this time, listen and then respond to what I said. Fine. I don't feel I don't feel 21. I don't feel like this little fuck up that I can keep fucking up forever. Yes. I don't feel safe making huge mistakes like that anymore. I feel like I should be responsible. But also at the same time, I feel like I'm not ready to be fully responsible and I'm just kind of like this person who's aware of responsibility that's refusing yeah. to take it. Dude, and I so, think that's the mantra of being our age. Old enough to know well, and too brains, young to care. Well, scientifically, our brains are starting to be fully developed at this point, so we're like, we know how we're fucked up. Yeah, like, for we the most should part. be responsible now, but, yeah. like, here are the reasons I'm not. Also, I don't feel like I want to be responsible because I feel most men that are even several, several years older than me are not responsible no. and are seriously total idiots. Yeah. I feel like that's okay. a very... Yeah, I feel like for the most part, I don't want to say every single man, but I feel right. like for the a huge the fr- the majority, typical frat boy, typical guy wants to even guys that are not okay. So the thing is like, oh, I need to be the provider. I need to make enough money. That's even in like couple counseling. That's a thing where it's like, oh, I feel pressured to have a good job before I propose. I feel right. pressure to have a house and a car before I do A, B, and C. Like, men feel that pressure, and women are like, well, aren't we in love? We should like just we're do both that. Contributing. We're, yeah, we're way more romantic and emotion driven, and men are more like, I need to provide and be stable. And, and like, I, yes. and any men are, uh, any men that I've ever talked to. 
um, not myself, but just in general, like even friends have said things like that. And I'm just like, she doesn't care. She doesn't really care. She cares that you're expressing yourself emotionally, not that you like have the most high, like the highest paying job or whatever. But still it's like, I don't know. On some levels, it feels like, oh, you're sacrifice. I don't know. I don't know where I was going to go with that. It's hard. Sometimes you start saying stuff and then (laughs) you keep talking. I start a sentence and I have no idea where it's going. I literally just did that. (laughs) Your thought process is totally wiped away and you're like, what was I even talking about? That's just what happened to me. just what happened to me. It happened to me. (laughs) Is there anything else you ladies would like to talk about? I'm good. I'm good, too. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Bye. Thanks for having us. Subscribe, like, rate us. Anything else? Follow us. Share with your friends. If you want to be on it, tell us, because we have no friends. We've exhausted all of our friends. Actually, some upcoming episodes that I know of, we're going to interview one of my well, two of my friends that are married. Wow. And interview a couple. Another married couple. I love marriage. We've got ones. another couple, another married couple that wants to be on the podcast and they're self conscious because of you, because they think you hate people that get married young. <laughs> and they got married they when they were like 21. Oh, oh me too. Sorry. Listen, I'll have them on here. Good. Okay. Don't feel judged, friends. They're listening. They listen. So they're listening right now. I want you to feel like my friends. Wow. If they've listened to the podcast, they know a lot about my life. So we I should mean, be friends by now. <laughs> All right. Well, this was exciting. And goodbye. We love you. Okay, bye.